Right, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Pod. I'm Josh. Joined with me as always is my co-host Bradley Fuller. Hello, Brad. Hello, buzzing. We're back. And this week we are doing the final of the three specials, The Giggle. Uh, leave us a like, leave us a follow, leave us a comment. Um, Brad, I think rather than breaking it down, blah, 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 let's just go with overall <clears throat> thoughts of the episode, what we thought, what we liked, what we disliked, and then we'll sort of break it down a little bit more in depth as the episode goes on. Um, what did you think? Yeah, I am buzzing, to be fair. I thought that was a classic, great episode of Doctor Who. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've expected every episode to be. And I feel a bit bad because I gave a lot of hate to Wild Blue yonder last week. And I've had a rewatch since, and I, I do I enjoyed it more on a second rewatch. Still not what I expected it to be, but this is the episode I expected the anniversary specials to be. Uh, and I'm buzzing. And now that I've seen all three as well, I can say that I'm pretty happy with them. Like, I think, you know, episode two now, you know, we'll talk about it a bit more, but something happened in episode two that relates to episode three. Yeah. Obviously, you needed episode one to reintroduce the Doctor of Donna. Uh, but yeah, this was brilliant. This is what I wanted for the anniversary specials. Okay, in that vein, firstly, I just want to say I love this episode. I, I thought it was genuinely really very good. However, there are a few yep. things I didn't like. And in that vein, these are supposed to be three specials and they haven't really felt like three specials. However, I do agree. I think this has tied it all in. I think the reason it hasn't felt like yeah. three specials is because even though it's David Tennant's <clears> face, it's a brand new Doctor. And I'm going to bring this up again a little bit later, but a lot of the stuff that's happened hasn't felt earned because it would be like, you know, if it wasn't David Tennant's face, we've got a new actor in the role. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, mm, think back yeah. to the think back to the fifth year. We had Matt Smith, who'd been the doctor for four years. And then David Tennant came back, who'd been the doctor for four years. And he was that doctor. Mm. Whereas this one, we had a brand new doctor that regenerates or bi-generates into a brand new doctor as well. And uh, I, I, I think it, it, I think, like you said, we needed those first two episodes to get to know this doctor. And that's why this episode yeah. now feels a bit more rewarding because we're more attached to this doctor. So I think it works. I think yeah. it works. I don't know if I'd rather have just had the 10th doctor come back. I don't know if that would have made it feel a bit grander. Um, but, yeah, but that's something they've done before. You can't repeat constantly. Well, there's a few repeats in this episode as well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. But I'd still say it's very different. This is what I like as well. What I like about this is it's an anniversary special. You know, and even if you'd say to any finale like um, of a normal series, it would, be, it would be one of the big, it would be the Daleks, it would be the Cybermen, it would be the Master, something like that. And what yeah. I like, Russell C. Davis has done something different. He's brought back a classic villain. Yeah, and he's made it work. Like Neil Patrick Harris is brilliant in the role, yeah. um, and it's a great villain. And I just thought it was it was anniversary worthy, and not something we've seen before, in my opinion. Interesting. I still think this felt more like a series finale than an anniversary. A fucking good series finale at that. But I don't know if it was for me. It didn't feel like it was celebrating sixty years of the show. It felt like it was rebooting <clears> the show. It really did for me. I'm sorry. Still good. I, I want to say that. Still very, very good. But it did feel like it was rebranding rather than celebrating what came before it, which is fine. I get that. It's fine. And I liked it. And I'm here for it. But I think it's two distinct things. I kind of agree with you. But at the same time, like the whole bi-generation thing that's 
completely brand new. And I think that is what is making it the 60th anniversary special. Um, something like that doesn't come around in a normal series. So that is what's making the difference. Okay, um, let's, I, let's... I do know what you mean. It does kind of feel like a series finale. Let's talk about the bi-generation thing then, because that's obviously going to be what most people are talking about. First of all, I just want yeah. to say, Shooty Gatwa, fucking sick. I am so excited for his season. Even just him prancing around in his underpants, I thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit I've seen in Doctor Who for such a long time. He is going to, oh, yeah. in this episode, I think he's going to be quality. His confidence, his charisma. Oh, what a sick Doctor, right? Yeah, 100%. He already he already fits the role. And I remember seeing him in an interview with Russell saying that when he walked in right, and he and he done it, he just thought he was brilliant. He knew it. And I can see the exact same for the first like, five, ten minutes. He He's brilliant. He's funny. Agreed. He's got the Doctor's sort of like, swagger. Um, he's got the Scottish accent as well. Yeah, um, very faint, though. Very faint. Yeah, very faint. But he is Scottish, so um, he does yeah. it well. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was brilliant. I love the fact that we've been looking at photos of Shooty Gatwa in what we presumed was Tennant's costume for the past, what, year maybe, I suppose? Yeah. And the entire time he's been stood there in his tighty-whities and we just haven't known. I think that's so funny, man. I love it. Oh, tell me about it. I I watched this one with with Laura, my girlfriend. She lent over to me because I've never seen Sex Ed, but she (laughs) has, and he pays, and he plays a character. She turned over to me and she went, is bi-generation going to piss people off because of bisexual? And is the fact that we've now got a gay black doctor running around in his white pants, is that going to piss people off? <clears throat> I thought, I don't know, no, because don't the community know. does hate quite a lot, but it's just fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the bi-generation relating to bisexual, I don't think that's a... It, the reason it's bi-generation, bi relates to... It's like, it's two, isn't it? Basically, sort of thing. So that's yeah. the reason they've split into two. That's That's why that's called that. Um, if anyone's annoyed by that, that's just embarrassing, to be honest. Um, and the fact that he's a gay black doctor, why does it matter at the end of the day, you know? Uh, exactly. They're being progressive. Exactly. A lot's changed. You know, you've had trans characters. Um, I don't see any issues with it. And I think he's a great actor. He's really right. good in sex education as well. Yeah, um, I, I am tempted to go give it a watch, to be fair. Yeah, I, I think I did episode one and then I was a bit like, ah, I'm on the fence with it. Now it's too far gone. But anyway, we digress. Mm. Really like Shooty Gatter as a doctor. I don't think I was on board with the bi-generation thing. I don't think it quite worked for me. I liked how it was done. Um, It was a little bit cheesy, the way he was pulled apart, but I thought it's all fun. It's all good fun. Um, It just, we mentioned it earlier, it doesn't feel very earned for me. Like, basically what Russell's done is the method of doctor again, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. It did feel very similar, but... The thing is, with the Metacrisis Doctor, David Tennant loses his hand in his very first episode. And then it shows up yep. a couple of times throughout, ser- throughout Series 3. And then again, he keeps it in his TARDIS throughout Torchwood. Season 4 and mm-hmm. Torchwood. And then that's what creates the Metacrisis Doctor. At the end of Series 4, literally just before his tenure uh, is up completely, that for me feels like that is, that's so rewarding because it's been there from the very start. This generation thing they just explain it that it's because david tennant is tired and i get it it makes mm. sense but for me that's not very rewarding because the doctor's supposed to feel fresh every time he regenerates and i do love the idea that this doctor has done the time war and done all of classic who and you know everything with rose and everything with martha and donna blah 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 blah, blah. but mm-hmm. he should just regenerate right it didn't need to be this 
by generation thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's sort of just come out of nowhere. It's been quick, but it, it, again, it had to be something big for to be the 60th anniversary. And Russell's obviously just decided to to change something. And at, at the end of the day, uh, and I, I've not actually watched it yet, but um, you know that they've now released the um, uh, the commentary on BBC iPlayer where like you watch it with yeah people yeah. and they talk about it. So this one they've done it with Russell. Um, and apparently in that he says that basically every doctor does kind of like split off and have their own TARDIS apparently and they're all like flying around in what he calls the doctor verse so I don't really know how I feel about that if that's true because you don't actually see that so I don't know how that's possible Um, but I sort of touched on it as well the whole bi generation thing I didn't like the pulling apart thing same as you I thought that was a bit Weird, I thought. Um, but and it was I thought they, quite they, could have, they could have thought of a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it I a agree. Bit, a bit, it was a bit Disney. <laughs> I, yeah, it was. It was very Disney. Listen, I fuck it. We both love David Tennant, right? David Tennant for us is my, yeah, yeah. he's my second favorite doctor. He's your favorite doctor. They should have killed him off. Come this on, whole he's your favorite ha- as well. He's not my favorite. Pick <laughs> is my favorite. But the whole bit with him staying behind and watching Donna and everything that to me felt like. He's trying to keep everybody happy. And yeah, I don't know. That's exactly I, 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 it was. Again, I don't think it worked. He should have just regenerated. I I don't. Yeah, I did like the fact that he's got a happy ending now. You know, he's got a family. He's slowing down. He's going to enjoy it. But at the end of the day, he's still the doctor. And he literally says, I can't give up my TARDIS. Like, and he's like, I can't give up running around and saving the world. You're going to have to help me with that. And I don't understand how he's actually going to do it. Like, are we ever going to see David Tennant again? Because let's well, be honest, what's the point of doing this by generation if you're not going to do a spin-off? He's that's, there, I, exactly, exactly. Donna. I think that's exactly. It. I think they're keeping happen. the door open for him to come back, and um, it's just the Meta Crisis Doctor again. Though he's stuck on Earth, the mm. Meta Crisis Doctor grew his own TARDIS. This Doctor's just got his own TARDIS. Um, I liked the fact yeah. that. The original Doctor, i.e. David's Doctor, kept the original TARDIS rather than the copy of the TARDIS. I quite like that. But there's all this talk about him slowing down and everything. Um, Yet in the very next scene we cut to, he's saying, oh, but I took you to Mars and I took you to New York and and all this. And it just feels a bit like, so he hasn't stopped. He hasn't, like, I don't know, what's the point of this? And I get it, they're rebooting the show. But regeneration on its own does that. Do you know what I mean? There doesn't need to be this bi-generation thing that comes into it. And- yeah, but the, the issue that, like, and I keep saying it, is the issue is if he'd have just regenerated, then that is just a normal series finale. That is just a normal regeneration. Yeah. Something had to be different to be the 60th. And I think Russell's probably just thought of that. He said he's had, had an idea of it for ages. And I do like it. It's a good idea. But there would be nothing else to this if he didn't do that for the 60th because it wouldn't be a 60th special. Yeah, I suppose I would I would just like yeah, I get it. But I would also argue like Doctor Who works so well because it's got a formula that works. Like if it ain't broke, mm. don't fix it. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what how do you feel about our doctor effectively ending now? Because I think this new shoot he says, you know, I don't love Rose. I don't know anything about Donna. I don't know the time or like it is a reboot. How do you feel about that? That our doctor has stopped. What do you mean? He says he no. He says he does, does love Rose. 
No, I thought I I took it as he doesn't. I took it as this doctor's had a hard reset. This isn't the same doctor that loves the no. most. This is okay. Interesting. No, no, it's very much him saying that he's he's an ex doctor because he says like he says like, I uh, I love Rose. Uh, no, because he says he says Sarah Jane's gone. Can you believe that for a second? And then he says I loved her, and then David Tennant says I loved her, and then he's like and I loved Rose and I loved so and so and like then he talks. Yeah, about, yeah, but I um, I took that as it's past tense. Like, this is now fresh reboot. This is not our Doctor anymore. This is new fresh Doctor. And that's why they've separated it on iPlayer. That's why they're calling it Series One again. Like, totally, like our, uh, the way I took it is our Doctor has now stopped, has gone. Maybe I need. I have only mean, watched this. Like a bit of a soft reboot. Yeah, I have but only watched this now. Uh, yeah, but the Doctor Who's never going to do like a, a complete reboot where he doesn't remember anything. Because take the Toy Maker for example, that was in Classic Who. David Tennant, no new Doctor ever met him, but he still remembers him. He'll still have those memories. So. It's still going to continue. So, I don't yeah, think they'll ever do that. So. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. So, the same that like, was... you know, Mel's going to come back. So Mel's in, the, Mel's in the next series. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, that, yeah, that was, that was the main thing to me that stood out in this episode that like, I probably could have, it, it all felt a bit weird, but love Shooty. Very excited to see him moving forward. The only other thing I think that really didn't work in this episode for me is that they defeat the toy maker by having a game of catch. Yeah, I know what you mean. That, um, but at the end, that's what the toy maker is. It's a game. You could probably, could have probably thought of a better game. Like I know, I just thought it was weird. Exciting. Yeah, like yeah. It, it still felt dramatic, even though it's pointless. It's a game of catch. It still felt a bit dramatic. It was like, oh, he's going to drop it. And then there was a time when David jumps on the floor and he's like. He's nearly going to drop it. It's supposed to be on my right, team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. oh, yeah, then you've got the team, my team bit. Yeah, it still felt quite dramatic, but it, yeah, it had to be a game that, you know, the, the toy maker had created, yeah. They made it as exciting as they could have as they could have made it, yeah, fair play. But I was sat here thinking, like, and I, I was quite into it as well. I was like, okay, this is quite dramatic. And then again, like, my girlfriend's not a fan of God too. I took a look at her and I was like, Oh, I'm making her watch a kids show and they're just playing catch. Like I had a real sort of like <laughs> out of, I was like, oh, this is a bit embarrassing, actually. Like, what's going on? And I but I think that's such <laughs> to this episode's detriment because firstly, this episode's fucking scary, man. This episode is scarier is. than this Wild is Blue than the second one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is what the second exactly. one should have been. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That shit with the puppets like crawling over Donna yeah, and yeah, the puppets and, are weird. So it, the first sort of really scary bit is right at the very beginning when that puppet's face catches. Like, this is a fucking kid show. This is like oh, something out of Saw. Yeah. yeah, fucking hell, man. <laughs> that was dead yeah, scary. Yeah, that puppet's face was so creepy. It literally does look like Jigsaw. <laughs> it really does, didn't it? Um, yeah, and even Neil Patrick Harris, he was creepy. His his accent was brilliant and it was just creepy. He, I, I love Neil Patrick Harris. Have you ever seen, you've never seen How I Met Your Mother, right? I watched a couple of episodes, yeah, so I know what he's like. It is, he is fucking brilliant. In this, he was genuinely creepy, genuinely scary. I do think sometimes he went a bit too cartoony, if I'm being really, really critical. But he's playing really? a kid's villain, it kind of works. Do you know what I mean? I just thought when you compare it to mm. the puppets and then you have giant Neil Patrick Harris doing his accent over the top of that, I thought, okay, that, it's just reminding me that actually it is a kid's show because the puppet shit was scary as fuck, man. I'll be honest though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say any bit of this episode would look like a kid's show. 
No? Even, the, even the catch, it was still like a... Yeah, there are... So but, I, wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say a game of catch makes it a kid's show, though. That's the thing. I just, no, no, I is, agree. You know what I mean? I agree. And I'm not saying this as a bad thing. I'm not saying this is childish. I'm just saying because there yeah. were, for me anyway, because there were, like, genuinely quite tense, horrifying bits, I then think there were some other bits that just juxtaposed mm juxtaposed it and made it look a little bit just reminded me that it wasn't childish but it reminded me it was a kid show or not even a kid show a family show do you know what i mean like yeah yeah i don't know i you know instead of catch they could have been throwing knives at each other like that's the sort of horror level that it was at but then they brought it back and they were like but then they brought it back and they're like no guys remember this is a family show it is for kids we can't have them brutally murdering each other they're gonna have a game of catch okay fine fair enough but, um, yeah. Or it could have been like it could have been like a bomb where whoever's holding it when it counts as zero, that's when that happens. Yeah, sort of yeah, exactly. But yeah, but it's it's a family show. Kids are watching, and also it I, I do get it because now kids are going to be in their back garden playing catch, pretending they're Doctor Who, and I love that. I'd have done that as a kid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So I totally, totally get it. Mm. Not saying that's a detriment to it at all. I just thought it was mental how it went from being so fucking scary to actually quite relax. This feels like very familiar Doctor Who. This is, you said it, this is much scarier than Wild Blue Yonder. This is exactly what it should have been. Um, yeah. Because it was, as soon as they go back in time and they're going through the toy maker's shop and it's like endless corridors. Oh, they get split up again, by the way, which Russell T Davis oh, yeah. seems to like doing quite a lot. I'm glad it wasn't just a clear <laughs> wall that came down though. Um, oh yeah, there was no glass wall today. There was no oh, glass right. wall. I was very upset by hey. that. <laughs> I really um, thought that was going to be a theme to be fair. So yeah, I genuinely did as well. I genuinely, oh mate, I can't tell you, I'm so fucking happy. This feels like a million miles away from Blue, uh, from Wild Blue Yonder for me. This feels like a totally different fucking show, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, it does feel, it, it feels like it's what, what it's meant to feel like. It feels brilliant. Yeah, no, it felt, it felt like proper Doctor Who. Let's just, I've made a few notes going through so we can sort of run by this. That start was, uh, and I was really can I, worried. Can I just quickly touch on something actually? Just, yeah. just on the last point on the Bio Regeneration. Yeah. Um, what did you think of what would have been David Tennant's final words again? So it was. Um, Alonzi. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, no, he said something before that, didn't he? What did he say? Didn't he say, like, I'm not. Oh, ready, here we go again. Here we go again. No, he said, here we, here we go again. Yeah. And then he goes, Alonzi. Love yeah. that. I love I, that. Yeah, it was good. It was genuinely really good. I think that should have been his regeneration scene, though. I do. I'm sorry. I'll stick with it. He yeah, should have regenerated. It felt like a bit of a cop out when he didn't go. Yeah, I just feel like they're trying to keep everybody happy. I'm also right. And I this probably won't happen. This is just me being like total, total conjecture. I wonder mm. if Shooty's first season doesn't do very well. Will they kill him off and then we'll just go back to David Tennant running around in the TARDIS? Is this their no, sort of backup? Not. But it could just be their backup. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. This is what I mean. I really don't understand why they've done it. Like, yeah, I get exactly. it's a big thing for the 60th anniversary, but the purpose of still having David Tennant on Earth with a TARDIS, maybe we will just never see him again. Maybe, like like Russell says, all the Doctors are running around. Is it Does it just open for a really big story, like of like a multiverse of Doctors all coming together or at some point? But that, that could can be what happen it is, but... anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't... Yeah. You mentioned this a couple of weeks back, I think. We don't see every single second of every Doctor's life, right? So there is yeah, a fourth exactly. Doctor, like let's just say, for example, the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, 
probably had an adventure in 2023 on Earth, right? We just never saw it. So yeah. he's probably knocking about somewhere. But what this mm. now means is if that doctor is stuck on Earth in 2023, or not stuck on Earth, but you know what I mean? What happens the next time London gets invaded? Are we, is the doctor just going to be, it, it's sort of the issue that Marvel has with the Avengers, right? It's like in every film, why is it not always an Avengers film? Now we've got David Tennant on Earth permanently. You know, the Christmas special looks like it's set on Earth in the present day. Pirate ship over London yep. or whatever it's going to be. What's David Tennant doing? Is he just putting his foot up having a break? Like, that's not his character. Yeah. He would be there saving them. You know, whether he's supposed to be retired now or not, he would still fucking be mm. there fighting. You know, I, I don't know, man. It feels so odd. I don't get it. Me. I don't know what. Yeah. And it would have made do... more sense if he didn't have a TARDIS. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He you didn't have I mean? a TARDIS and he didn't have a sonic screwdriver. He even says yeah. that at one point in the episode. He literally, I made a note of it. He literally, uh, I'll try to find it quickly. He says, yeah, take away the toys. And what am I? And I was like, oh, yeah. And we mentioned that before in the Satan pit. We were like, actually, when the doctor loses his screwdriver and his TARDIS, he is just the man that's incredibly intelligent. That would have been perfect foreshadowing yeah. for him now being stuck on earth and he has just got his intelligence like what's he supposed to do with that so yeah, very interesting yeah. but do you remember in the lead up to all of this i'm sure we did it on who news one day they, there were rumors about <laughs> david Tennant getting the spin-off right uh the only rumor i i heard about there being a rumor relating to the meta crisis doctor on rose and their adventures oh yes sorry yeah that was what i heard but surely that surely like if they're getting david Tennant, <clears throat> this is what they're gonna do now right I'm expecting some kind of unit slash Torchwood to come back um, and him to be involved in that sort of way somehow. But I still don't know how it happens because at the end of the day, he's the Doctor with a TARDIS still. Exactly. You can't do, this is the thing, you can't do a spin-off with David Tennant and like being the Doctor still because it's just a normal Doctor Who series just with David Tennant. I don't think you can do that. Exactly. Because it's then going to and... take away from shooting. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, Who are you going to tune into to watch if you can only watch one? You're going to watch David Tennant coming back. You just start. Exactly. exactly. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you very watch everything, but yeah. We will watch everything because we're fucking geeks, but we don't represent most, excuse me, we don't represent yeah, most yeah, of a lot the population. Of people have come you know? back to this. Yeah, a lot of people have come back to Doctor Who just because David Tennant's back, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. And if they see, okay, every Saturday night they're shooting Gatwa, but then every. Friday night, there's David Tennant. Right, I'm out on Saturday night. I'll mm. stick David Tennant on if I'm in. Do you, know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Very true. Okay, so let's sort but of they just won't run. do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, music was good in this episode. There was old unit themes being played. Peter Capaldi's theme That's got played. That's literally my first comment as well. Matt yeah. Smith's theme got played. And I thought for sure we're getting... And we're getting an old doctor. And then... Why do they keep playing the old doctor's things if they're not showing up? I think it's just because Murray Gold is back, right? He just wants to use his old music. I was just using it. <laughs> He's just run out of ideas. But that bit where Neil Patrick Harris is doing, is showing Donna what happened to all of the companions since her. I was like, we are fucking getting... One of the old doctors is going to come through in a minute. He's going to be using as a puppet. <laughs> and it never happened, which is very sad. <laughs> Yeah, something I actually noted from that, and and it makes me laugh to be fair because it shows how how good the writing used to be. Like the fact that he's gone through that, he's gone look. You had Amy Pond; she got touched by a weeping angel and she died. And then the doctor's like, oh yeah, but she died of old age. 
He's making excuses for everything because he knows they I all died. Yeah. Clara, Clara died. He lost her. Bill died. He lost her. And they're all really emotional endings as well. Like yeah. proper heartbreak for his companions. But then there's no mention of any Jody companions because none of them died. They all just decided, yeah, what? Oh yeah, I've that's a, a good time. point. I'm going to go back to work now. Because, you know, I didn't even pick up on that. I didn't even pick up on that. That's what I hate. That's what I hate about um, Chris Chibble's writing. There was no emotion in it. Yeah, they all just decided to leave. And how can you do that? How can you time travel and just decide to stop? Well, I Martha don't... does it. I'd rather have had an emotional ending. Yeah, to be fair, Martha does do it, but Martha still is still involved in everything. Like she goes to Unit and she works for Unit, and and, and actually you know, Martha's with Martha, amazing. Like she's the, one of the yeah. best companions. And Martha stops. Done? No, no. Well, this is what I was going to say. Martha stops because her entire family gets tortured for a year by the master, and it, she yeah. realizes how dangerous it is to travel with the Doctor. Whereas nobody else, mm-hmm. they all just jump off. Yeah, it's very, very strange. No, that's a good point. But I, honestly, I didn't even notice that they hadn't done any of Joker's companions. That's quite funny, to be fair. Yeah, but they couldn't get that because nothing happened to them. Nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The tour made this pointing out who's died, and like none of Jodie's died. So he did the flux and like cut off the planets. <laughs> um, let us speak it of Martha though. Little uh, reference to the Archangel Network. Did you pick up on that? Yeah. Love yeah, I did that. pick up on the Archangel Network. I was trying Last to. I was trying thing. to think back to. I was trying to think back to what the Archangel was though. I couldn't really remember. I think I was getting it mixed up with the Subwave Network. So Archangel um, was, you know, the master's drumming. Do, 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 do. He used oh, Archangel yeah, yeah. to hypnotize everybody with that drumming. But speaking of the master, mate, I can't even believe I forgot to mention this up top. Presumably he's coming back because the tooth gets picked up. Oh, uh, how, how much of a throwback was that to when the ring gets picked up? What? No, exactly I'm convinced the it's the same Someone hand. Yeah, nails. it's the same hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mate, master's I, fucking, I was again. so gassed. <laughs> It was so oh, gassed. It's like, shit is happening again. Right? The, the laugh, was that the toy maker's laugh or was that um, John Sims' laugh? I I thought it was John Sims, to be fair, but I, I couldn't tell. And I don't think they would bring John Sim back. If it, uh, It's difficult. I don't want them to recart. This is the only thing that worries me as well, to be fair. I don't, I don't want them to... Oh, I don't know, actually. Do I... I don't know whether I want them to bring someone back who's played the master if I want a new person. Because, you know, I think all the people, you know, if it's John Sim, if it's Missy, if it's Sasha Darwin, they were all brilliant masters. So I'm sure even if they cast someone new, they'd be good as well. But I still think you need to go back to an old one. And what does worry me a bit is I've seen one of the villains in the next series. And I think they're going to be the master. I don't think I'm going to like it. Who, 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 who? Have you seen, like, the musical person? I think it was someone on... RuPaul's Drag Race or something. Oh, yes. Yeah, the drag person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, let's uh, let's yeah. cross that bridge when we get to it then. And then, so I liked Kate's little, um, uh, little uh, you know, when she takes her... Oh, okay, let's talk about this then. This was something I didn't quite like about it as well. Who is this weird alien thing in unit? And is it a little bit convenient that he's just happened within two days to create this device that means you're not affected by it? Yeah, I've got to admit, that little alien was a bit weird. I didn't really understand the point of him, to be honest. I thought for sure um, he was going to be a bad guy. I thought it was going to be a big twist reveal. Yeah, I did as well. It was weird. I just, I don't really know what he did, what he what he gave to the team, you know? It was very okay. strange, wasn't it? It was very, very strange. 
Um, I loved Kate's little uh, breakdown thing when she gets it taken off. And I was absolutely howling when she turned to Ruth Mady and went, and I've seen you walk. I know you could walk. I was absolutely <laughs> wetting myself because literally in the scene before, she wheels up to the computer and then she gets out of she her chair. Up. I know, man. Yeah. And I know not I all know, people in wheelchairs too. are limited to the wheelchairs. I did just think it was yeah. very funny. And it was a brilliant way of addressing people like you and me who were sat there because we're in the wrong. We're, you know, we are absolutely in the wrong by thinking everybody in a wheelchair has no movement of their legs. Of course they do. So it's, yeah, yeah. it was a really good way of addressing our prejudices. I thought it was really properly funny. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And Russell would have known that everyone was saying that as well. So exactly. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's wrote that really well. Yeah, what a good way of just addressing the elephant in the room. And yeah, more fool us, we're the idiots. Like absolutely 100% behind that. Um, we get the classic news reporter back. We haven't seen her for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the same one? The same woman that's in all the early Russell T. Davis ones, yeah. I remember her in Russell T. Davis, but I've got to admit, I didn't pick up whether it was the same person. Yeah. I, I, I She's quite a bit older now. Well, yeah, she was quite a bit older. I think I only recognised it because I oh. think it had leaked somewhere before. Um, oh, oh, that's really? what I was going to say. Sorry, speaking of leaks, you messaged me last night before it came on and you went, have you seen the leak for the episode? What was the leak and did it yeah. happen? Yeah, the leak was the bioregeneration. Ah, it came out somehow, did it? I'm a bit, I'm a bit gutted to be fair. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gutted that I'd seen it before. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you didn't yeah. fucking tell me then. Annoyingly, the leak was bang on as well because it literally said the doctor splits into two and Shooty has about 20 minutes of screen time, and that's exactly what happened. It was literally bang on the money then. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah um, I'm a bit gutted about that. I liked the doctor's speech about how humans have this innate hatred and the toy makers just playing on it. And, you know, we're in this cancel culture. What happens when everybody wins? Oh, we just turn attention. I thought that was really properly good writing. It, for me, it was evoking mm. emotions of sort of like Israel and Gaza and all that sort of stuff. And it is so accurate. Um, well, that was just, just a really good, just a really, really good bit. Um, yeah, it was very on the nose, wasn't it? Um, that's what's happening in the world right now. It's so easy to annoy people and everyone does think they're right. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, but again, this whole the whole bit in unit, I don't know if it's this over-reliance on CGI again, but it didn't feel real for me. Like, obviously, the bit where they're on the platform, that's all done in a green screen room, but it just, it felt better than last week, but it still had that Disney sort of, this isn't real. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're doing a run-through of the old series, and it all feels like it's done proper and everywhere you are you feel like you're there i just had for most of this episode i was a bit like ah, it feels like i'm watching a tv show it feels like we're in this fairy tale land <clears throat> except for when they go back in time to 1925 and i was like shit this feels quality that somehow soho feels more real than 2023 london do you know what i mean yeah i, I know what you mean something that i think this is kind of what you're trying to say as well this is going to sound really stupid i think and really picky but for me it felt like there just wasn't enough the set, the set just wasn't enough. Like the set was basically that one big room with the screens, yeah. the outdoor bit, and then you had the one little separate bit, yeah. room which was called like um, no, it was like un- uh, sector seventeen or something where they part the TARDIS. Oh yeah, you never yeah, saw yeah, him yeah. just running around the unit building like exactly. You know, chucking some staircases, chucking some, him go into another room. Like it just yeah. felt like it was all very. 
contained yeah. in one place. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It didn't feel very grand at all. That's actually something that Jodie Whittaker's last episode did. They pretty much did the entire agree, unit yeah. building. Yeah. And uh, it did. I wonder, though, if this was still filmed in like the uh, aftermath of COVID, maybe. Maybe that's, but that would explain yeah. why it was just Donna and the Doctor in the last episode. And I know you're going to be pissed off because I'm yeah. comparing it to Star Wars again. But it is oh, now owned, or no, but there is now a Disney influence. The way they film Star Wars yeah. and Star Wars TV shows, have, have you heard of this? It's called like the volume. No. So it's literally, it's like you're in a big warehouse and it's like this, you're, you're filming inside this dome, like out of the Simpsons movie or something like that. But the right. dome is just made out of LED screens and on the screens is the background of wherever you are. So it looks like you're in this mad expansive, you know, like Star Wars alien world. And then it's just touched up with CGI in the edit and stuff. So it's not a green screen, but it okay. works amazing for some bits. But I felt very much like today the volume was being used because it felt like it felt like they were almost on a stage rather than on a set. Do you know what I mean? It felt like their movements were quite limited. It felt like, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they've started using that because it did. It felt very contained um, and it felt very CGI. I don't know about the room, but I know the uh, uh, the bell, whatever you'd call it, like the balcony bit, the outdoor yeah. bit. That's that was an actual set that was made in in Wales, um, but it is literally just that. Like, there's just that there, so they're on like a they're just on like a little platform thing with the unit balcony bit, yeah, uh, like the helipad bit. Um, but don't know about the room. I'm pretty sure they still use green screens from what I've watched on Dot Two Unleashed. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, similar sort of thing. Just loses a little bit of realism for me, I think. Um, and then, yeah, we obviously, we then jumped to the bit back in 1925. It was all, that for me was just, that entire section back in 1925 was fucking brilliant. I thought, we've already touched on it. It was super creepy. It was super yeah. scary. It was eerie. Again, it was a little bit upsetting that the Doctor and Donna got spit up again, but fine, it happened. It is what it is. Um, but Neil Patrick Harris was great. David Tennant was great. Donna was great. Even the bit where they run out and then the building like collapses in on itself. That's like, fuck, that's yeah. sick. Like, that's really good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what I liked about that as well is the fact that that has been stored makes me think that the toy maker probably will come back at some point as well. Uh, um, and I quite like that. I'd love to see him come back in some sort of way. Um, yeah, yeah sure, I did love sure. that that whole scene. Um, and oh, one of the best bits, to be fair, is when um, when Donna's fighting the puppets and um, you know the puppets are doing like a like a rhymey bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and then um, she's like, "Donna's gonna and, um, get you or something." Oh yeah, um, my name's Donna, and now you're a goner or something. <laughs> and then she just starts smashing it against the wall. I love <laughs> it. Was, that brilliant, Donna. I love that. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And then like they're, they're all all the little the little babies like shuffle off because they're scared, and she just goes to walk away and just kicks the head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely brutal but it's like oh, as well that's it. the sort of shit like when you get i don't even know what they're called anymore what's the one what's the horror movie with the, annabelle right when you get annabelle like yeah yeah in real life you would just go to fucking town on that doll do you know what? like that was the, that's a more realistic reaction than you see in any of these stupid fucking horror films nowadays do you know what i mean yeah that's true you would just grab it and smash it wouldn't you yeah fucking hell i'd be burning <laughs> it alive like be destroying it um yeah just quickly, oh, yeah. just quick, unless you unless you're going to say something about um that bit in 1925. I think I was, but go on. I just I think you've missed a bit about the salt. 
Uh, well, yeah, I did. That was that was next up. He says Salt is oh, what right. let him in because he starts playing the game. Yeah, yeah. The, what he did uh, at the end. And you you did call it last week, to be fair. Okay, I did. It was too that, obvious that was not to be included. But uh, yeah, this is why you guys listen to DocuPod because we come with all the insights and the Easter eggs. <laughs> you thought it was going to be nothing. I called it. I called it from the start. And if we are talking about Easter eggs, we're going to channel our inner Jack here. Um, I think we've been given an Easter egg for shooting season, maybe. Yeah, go for it. What are you thinking? Because I've, well, I've got a couple of ideas, I think, to be fair. Oh, interesting. Obviously, there's the master thing that we spoke about at the beginning. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Then um, the toy maker, when he's playing cards with David Tennant, he's like, I've travelled the stars. I, I played the master. I played the Time Lord. And then there was the one who waits, who just waits. In the yeah. Corner. And I didn't play him and I didn't want to play him. And he was like, oh, that's someone else's story. Like, that's got yeah. Who else could that be, though? Fuck knows, man. I'm hoping it's someone brand new, to be fair. Oh, you know, yeah. I think I'm wrong, but what I really wanted to be, because it's the one who waits, he says. Yeah. And the only person I could think of who waits, I've got to think it's going to be River Song, you know? Okay. But like a bad version of her or something? Yeah, it could be quite interesting. I mean, River Song never waited. Like, if you're talking about the one who waited, it's the girl who waits is Amy Pond. The man who waits is Rory Williams. Um, Yeah. I said, I mean... I don't, I don't know. I hope it's someone new. I hope it's an Easter egg. I hope but it's I feel like River's always one. waiting to see the Doctor again, isn't she? I don't, I don't know, is she? Yeah, I think so. I think she's always waiting for that moment when they're going to cross paths again. Mm. I don't know. Interesting theory. More so though. that she waits yeah. than the Doctor waits. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Well, keep, keep an eye on that. I can't think who else it could be unless it's going to be someone new, but... No, interesting. Let's just talk like... Mm. Hey, how sick that we get to theorise about the Easter egg again. <laughs> yeah, buzzing to be fair. <laughs> We've been doing exactly this for like six for. months with Jack and now it's our fucking turn again and we're going to get it right. <laughs> I swear to God, we're going to get it right before the end of the series. <laughs> um, you said you had some other theories. Was there any, any, any else you thought for the Easter egg? Um, no, I think it was just those two, to be fair. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to, I wasn't sure if you were going to pick up on the who is the one who waits. Of course I was. I'm eagle-eyed at the minute. I'm not going to miss anything. I'm fucking going to go back and watch it in like 0.25 speed, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So then, obviously, collapses into themselves. And uh, they blow up the satellite. Okay, it gives an excuse for the gun to be there if they tend to regenerate. But Neil Patrick Harris coming into the modern day and the little Spice Girls number that we get, Oh, I mate, fucking love that. I was I've already posted it on TikTok. I've got it on Instagram. Oh, yes. Good, it good fucking lad. Good fucking lad. Oh, it just, just so much fun. I just absolutely loved it from start to finish. I thought it was brilliant. The only thing I wish is I wish David Tennant had done some dancing. Yeah, yeah. They should've, he should have got more people involved. I mean, how funny was it, though? I thought it was hilarious as well. The bit where he get, grabs Kate Lift for sure, dances with her. Rosa and she just smashes into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just completely <laughs> takes her out. It was excellent. Yeah. It was proper loud fucking... as well. Like she's proper smashed into that wall. <laughs> and then you've got Mel. He dances with Mel and he just spins her down the hallway and she just falls to the floor. <laughs> just, that's it. Absolutely brilliant. Sorry, if we could just backtrack for two seconds, just going back to the bit in 1925, yeah. bit where David Tennant sees the puppet being played by. <clears throat> Um, 
the guy from the earlier segment, the, the inventor of TV or his assistant or whatever. And then it cuts yeah. to David Tennant's face as the puppet. That for me, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, CGI is a bit ropey again, but it's so quick and it's so brief and it's used literally for just those 10 seconds. That was 10 times scarier again than last week's episode because last week was too yeah, dependent 100%. on the CGI. This for me worked a lot better. I just wanted to wrap that up because we got a lot of comments last week <laughs> on our last episode. Did we? So, uh, oh, mate, like something like 65 <laughs> comments and everybody hates us. Oh, my God. What? On, on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. Oh, wow. I need to go and read them. That's, that's Have so a good. read. There's a few little arguments between other people as well, which I think is quite funny. But, um, yeah, go, oh, go and check that out, everybody. Um, yeah, <laughs> Spice Girls, it was just so much fun. Neil Patrick Harris just Spice having his time of his life. Spice up your life. And we've obviously got a musical number coming in the Christmas special. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be good fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving the fact that they're bringing a bit of musical elements into it. I think there's a, I'm pretty sure next series is going to have a whole a whole musical episode, which I'm buzzing for. Um, I'm, I'm all you, I mean, you know a bit, you know a bit more about Neil Patrick Harris than I do. Is he has he got a sort of musical background? Because apparently, um, when he was given the script and everything, uh, when he went to do that scene, he turned around and went, "I'm not a dancer. I can't dance." Oh no um, way! He's... Then, but everyone else has said that he's a brilliant dancer. Like he is a dancer. Yeah, for sure. He's a showman, 100%. So he's a magician as well. Mm. All of those card tricks that you see him doing, presumably yeah. he was doing them himself. Like, that's probably not CGI. Yeah, he's a he magician. can shuffle and everything, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's a showman. Like, he does his uh, Oscar intros. He always does a show number with it. How I Met Your Mother has a musical episode in it, which is led by Neil Patrick Harris. Right. Um, yeah, no, for sure, 100%. I, I, I would have presumed it was him pushing for it. So obviously, did you ever watch It's a Sin? Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, uh, did I? I can't remember now. It was Russell T. Davis, did it? It was about being gay in the 80s and the AIDS crisis and everything. And that's how they started working with each other. No, Patrick Harris is obviously gay. And presumably that's how he then got the role in this. And I thought for sure it must have been Neil Patrick Harris pushing for this, but I'm all for it. Everybody knows we love a fucking musical. I'd be interested to see how someone like Jack, who doesn't like a musical, would take this episode. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I think the doctor should have done more dancing. Is my only, my only thing about that. Yeah, it gave vibes of the uh, series three finale when the doctors, uh, when the master's doing his musical scene with that. Um, yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And same with the rescue team as well from Jodie's series. To be fair, yeah. Although that that worked less for me for some reason. I still liked it though. I still liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um. So then obviously they go out onto the balcony. I accidentally knocked the time and saw that there was like half an hour, 20 minutes left. And I was like, they're going to kill him off now, aren't they? They're genuinely going to kill David Tennant off now. And I was getting quite emotional. And I was like, his face looks like his face looks in that little clip of the regeneration bit that we got. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. come in. And I thought, <clears throat> more for them. They're going to kill the doctor off and we're going to have shoot his doctor for the second half of the series. I'm uh, second half of the episode. I'm all for this. And uh, then obviously, oh, yeah, and with the leak, I'd say, and with the leak, you'd see. Oh, yeah, of course, you saw the leak. I had so then we obviously get the bi generation scene, we get them playing catch. David Tennant is barefoot again. Me and Jack, we just did Smith, yeah, and he Jones. loves it, doesn't he? He fucking loves it. It's mental. I can't believe <laughs> barefoot on the moon, <laughs> mate. I cannot believe that this Doc Who pod has two consecutive episodes of David Tennant being barefoot in it. And they're fucking 20 years mental. apart. How insane is that? 
<laughs> Mental, isn't it? That is just absolutely madness. Yeah. Um, so then we have the game of catch again. We've spoken about it. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. The, that finale, it, it didn't work for me. That, like, again, they have to play by the rules. It probably is cheating that it's 2v1. It has to be, surely. Um, um, yeah, I think he probably should have just done a game with Shooty. I think David Tennant should have been made to watch. I, I honestly think, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I am a David Tennant fan. I think David Tennant should have just regenerated. I think that should have been the end of his story. Um, but there were a couple I know of points. What you mean, but... There were a couple of points throughout this episode. And to be fair, throughout these specials that really paid off for me, it was the bit where he's talking about, what am I if you take my Sonic and my TARDIS way? I made a note that said, He's so defeatist. And since we've seen David Tennant come back, he's been so quick to give up. In Wild Blue Yonder, it was Donna that said, let's go kick his ass. I can't remember, but I'm sure there was something in the Star Beast. And David Tennant was like, I can't save you. I'm going to, you know, you're going to die. I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And that to me hasn't felt very David Tennant. I like that that's now been paid off as this isn't the 10th Doctor. This is this 14th Doctor has come back because he's <clears> on his way out. He's... You know, he's ropey, he's yeah. old, he needs to stop, he needs to break. That's why he's so defeated. So that all sort of paid off for me, actually. But I still believe he should have just regenerated. Yeah, I know what you mean, but uh, it's just, if you'd have had him regenerate now, it, you would have literally just had three specials with David Tennant. And that doesn't sit right with me. I don't think you can do that. So I kind of like that he's done something different to resolve it. It okay. doesn't feel like it's just a cop-out of doing three specials. Um, I was just going to say on the toy maker again, I felt it was all a bit of a wrapped up easy ended but i do like the fact that the toy maker is this effectively like this oh, yeah. god um i can't remember what they call him like in a, a, an elemental or something like that i love the idea that he doesn't give a fuck about good and bad and evil and 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 causing chaos he just wants to win and it, all that matters for him is win or lose yeah. so he genuinely honors the fact that he lost something as stupid as a game of catch and that's it this villain that was destroying the world is gone and it, it does yeah. feel a bit like a cop-out, but it, it, it also is very true to the character. And I really like that. Yeah, no, I loved it, to be fair. The point that I was going to make, um, was, and, and you're going to love this, to be fair, because it's what you said. The first two episodes of the specials, um, Catherine Tate has been in danger. You felt like there's been cop-outs where you thought Catherine Tate was going to die, right? You had yeah. it both in both episodes. She was going to die of the Mayor Crisis. She was going to die of being left back in Wild Blue Yonder. Yeah. And then again in this one, they... David Tennant makes the comment of, I don't know if I can save your life this time. And it, it feels like anywhere. Donna should be in danger. But yeah, she's she's never in danger in this episode. There's no, there's no, there's no points where you think, oh, Donna's going to die. Something's happened to Donna. I know, I know. Nothing I... happens. Yeah, he says, why does he say, I can't save your life this time? I know, it, it feels like that was included just to be put in the trailers. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. You have been adamant for the past two weeks that they've been doctoring their trailers and that somebody was removed from the uh, the balcony bit. Had anybody yeah. been removed or was it the same that we saw in the trailers? I think it was Mel. Mel wasn't there. Ah, right. Okay. Well, also, I don't remember seeing anyone holding a box. She holds the box. You yeah. can't have her holding the box. That's true. That's true. Very nice seeing yeah. Bonnie Langford. Um, but why? Yeah. She didn't do anything. How did he recognise her as well? Because she's changed a lot. I mean, she still looks <laughs> similar to when she was younger, but um there is a theory yeah, so there's a sarah in... jane uh, there's a sarah jane adventures episode 
where Matt Smith meets Sarah Jane and one of the other old companions come back. I don't actually think I've ever seen the yeah, episode. Joe. I've seen a clip on YouTube. Um, and it's he with the says things. It's the one where the doctor dies, doesn't it? Something like that, I think. Yeah, something like that. But Matt Smith yeah. says to Joe, I never stop following you guys. Like I go off, I do my own things, but I always make sure you're okay. Oh, I always come and check on you. I always see him. Yeah. Not even that. He just watches them from afar, which I think is quite cool. And I think it, it doesn't matter. I think it's lovely seeing her mm. back. The doctor will probably recognize her smell or something like that, but, but it didn't add anything to the story. I hope she's going to play a bigger role in the series. Um, mm. I was just about to say, when you were talking about the whole Donna being in danger thing, does it feel a little bit Disney that nobody's dying and it's a kid-friendly show and everything? But then I was actually thinking, like, nobody ever dies in Doctor Who. Rose didn't die. She's on a parallel universe. Martha gave it up. Um, Donna obviously just had a memory. Nobody's died. We haven't really yeah. seen anybody die in Doctor Who. So I think I'm okay with it. I would have liked yeah, it if I'm either okay Kate had died well. or, or, or I do think Donna should have died. I think they were foreshadowing that. And I do think the Doctor should have died. I think David Tennant yeah. should have died out. But I'm also fine with it. Yeah. We've never had that. Do you know what I mean? That's, I think, we're maturing. <clears throat> we're expecting slightly darker stories, stories where, you know, death happens and stuff. But it is a family show. I didn't have an issue with it as a kid. Watching Doctor Who, I don't think it's an issue now. So I think that's fair enough, you know. Yeah, and you still did have the aspect of, of death when um, uh, the musical scene, when there's those two people run up and get turned into the balls, they die. Oh, yeah. The people yeah, who are on the balcony, yeah. they fall off and they die. So... Yeah. And they say, oh, like, we... wants the names of those people to remember them. So, you still yeah, let's take a moment. Kate, again, she doesn't do fucking much in this episode. She hasn't really done anything for the past few episodes she's been in, especially in Whitaker's era. But she's so fucking good. I love Kate yeah, she Stewart. She's so good. I really thought she was going to die and this Ruth Meadley character was going to take over. Because, again, what's mm. the point of the Ruth Meadley character? Is it just so we can have a disabled access joke at the end? Because I don't think it was worth it, personally. Um, I do feel like she's going to be more involved at some point, because obviously you've now got the time that's so. got the accessible wheelchair thing. So, But then hey, people did is... also say that was for Wilf. Well, it's also on Shooty's TARDIS, right? It's not on David Tennant's yeah. TARDIS. So, yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Will there um, didn't get to see him in the finale. How did they not have time just to shoot him, just sat around eating dinner? Like, come on. Felt really bad. Yeah, also, they no one thought he was going to die, did they? What sort of an excuse is I'm off shooting mouths? Yeah, that was a bit of a weird Has Will ever been a hunter? Do you know, like, say he's at the top of the it hill looking been, for aliens was, or yeah, something. Yeah, looking at the stars and that, yeah. Yeah, it was so strange, yeah, wasn't it? it was so much better. You could have had Sylvia or do, anything. like, a little packed lunch, and then the Doctor be like, oh, Will's on his hill, is he? I'll take it up there to him now. And then it ends with the Doctor walking up the hill to go to Will. That would have been brilliant. Shooting moles, what nonsense. If anything, though, I'd rather they'd have actually just wrote him out of the uh wrote him out of the series. I think they should have done a like a little funeral for him and everyone could have mourned him sort of thing. I think oh. that would be quite nice to do for Bernard Gribbins. That would have been interesting. The fair. same way the last time we saw Donna was at her wedding, have it this time round, be it's now at a funeral. That would have been quite um Yeah, poetic. and have to see the doctor go into a funeral. I think that would have actually been quite good. But again and a good way to we, remember him. Are we just coming at that as we're now older, we're expecting to see slightly darker, slightly mature stories. Like, this yeah, is true. a kid's show. Do you know what I mean? So, I, I, again, get that point. Would have been good. 
I actually think the way they handled it was fine. It's four kids. I'm okay with mm. that. Um, yeah, I get that. I don't really know that I've got anything else to add to the episode. I am. I only watched it an hour ago. It's quite early. I'm buzzing, to be fair. I thought that was absolutely quality. Like I said, there's a couple of things that I would have probably done differently. But I had so much fun with that episode. I'm absolutely gassed. Most importantly, I'm gassed for shooty season. We've only briefly spoken about yeah. it. I genuinely fucking loved him in this i thought it was so funny just watching him prance around in his underpants he's got the energy he's got the he feels like the doctor has been refreshed properly and truly i really think so i'm really looking forward to it to be fair. yeah 100 percent. i'm buzzing as well to be fair it was really good I, I i watched it i watched it live i then watched i jumped i didn't even realize bbc 3 is back on tv um i jumped over <laughs> to bbc 3 and watched doctor Who unleashed live which i haven't done before so i was buzzing about that Nice. Um, and then I actually rewatched the episode again last night as well. So yeah, I loved it. Fuck it hell. There um, you go. I, yeah. This is the first of the three specials I want to put on again just because I want to watch it again, genuinely. Um Yeah. I think I it's still, kind of I good. still I mean I did enjoy rewatching it, but I still say I I enjoyed rewatching the first one as well, you know. Yeah, I I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it as a three. I really am, because I think this has yeah. justified the previous two episodes. As we said, the previous two episodes had to introduce a new doctor, even though it was David Tennant's face, it was a new doctor. And I think it, I think yeah. they all did a pretty good job. I still think Wild Blue Yonder, I think it should have been more closely related to the toy maker. I think sending them off to space and it having nothing to do with the story, I thought was yeah. quite interesting. Um I think I think I think these three specials would have been perfect if um, the antagonist in Wild Blue Yonder had been Old Doctors. If that rumour okay. was true, I okay. think it would have been perfect because that would have added to it. That would have given it a standalone thing, whereas it has just... Yeah. It's going to sit... I'm sorry. Uh, Star Beast reintroduced David Tennant and Donna. Uh, this one yeah. closed off their story and potentially, we'll see how they deal with it, but potentially has closed off the past 15 years of Doctor Who. Um, but Wild yeah. Blue Yonder was just a Doctor Who story. Which is fine. It yeah. was a good Doctor Who story, but it was just a Doctor Who story. Okay, you're going to say now, yeah, but they said the bit with the salt and that's how the toy maker came in. I didn't need a whole hour of an episode just for him to do salt. He could have pulled out salt in the star, but <clears throat> he could have done a hundred different things to get there. But um, anyway, let's stop hating on Wild Blue Yonder because we'll be cancelled again, Bradley. Um, yeah. Did you watch the <laughs> next time trailer? Uh, I did. I actually have a couple of couple of extra points to add, actually. Oh, oh, go on. It's not often you come this prepared. No, I know. I'm very prepared. Uh, so just going back to the episode, actually. And something that I was a bit confused about. Whose house were they at at the end? Um, That's Donna's house, no? The one that she bought. I mean, it looks completely different to how it did before. The garden's completely different. Did we no ever shed. see the garden in the start? Oh, yeah, you're right, Yeah, because it goes to the shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's a good point. It looks like a mansion. It looks massive. Okay, that's quite no, it's interesting. It's not just a normal house on a street. Yeah, good but then point. to be fair, oh, to be fair, that house did get blown up, so maybe they're just staying somewhere else. Yeah, but they've got no money, remember? Yeah, maybe unless the doctor, a unit could have been, or unless the doctor was <clears> like, right, if I'm fucking staying on Earth, better believe I'm going to go back and win the fucking lottery. I do think they should have mentioned it though. No, that that's a good point. To be fair, I didn't. It was a bit weird at all. Yeah, no, a bit. Um, yeah, a bit jarring. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Good point. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and just another thing as well, I don't, we might get a bit of hate for this, but um, I think it needs to be mentioned because Russell mentions it and discusses it as well. 
I don't know if you know much about the toy maker's history, but um, did you know that and it, he was actually, there's actually been, well, there was going to be complaints about that character being racist. Uh, in what sense? Like back in the day, he was a racist character. Because, yeah, because back in the day, it was a white man um, putting on accents wearing a Chinese outfit. <laughs> um, okay. And and Russell, and this is I've only seen this because of Doctor Unleashed. Russell mentions this and he specifically relates it in this episode as well. You know the bit where um right at the start when he's talking to the guy who's coming to buy the thing. Yeah. And he says about him being used to sunnier climates. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Did you that's talking that? about... that's, that, that's yeah, a yeah, nod yeah. to the racism of the toy maker, yeah. And Russell felt like he had to add that in because um he felt that that was part of what the toy maker was back in the day. And the whole thing about um, uh, being, this is why as well, I don't think they called him the Celestial Toy Maker, because apparently Celestial is something relating to in Chinese language as well. Oh, um, okay, okay. But yeah, I thought that was a bit weird that he felt the need to actually, I felt like if you hadn't mentioned it or done anything with it, no one would have noticed, but he felt the need to do it. Yeah, very I'm interesting. I'm not really sure how I feel about that, to be honest. <clears throat> I mean, listen, we have to acknowledge... I don't think it was necessary. It probably wasn't necessary, but at the same time, we have to acknowledge... You know where we've come before. Like, look at James Bond. You've had James Bond dress up as a Chinese man once before. That still happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the racism, though, well, that that's come out extremely wrong. I'll probably fix that in the edit. Speaking of <laughs> nationalities and, and 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 things like that, I fucking loved it when the Doctor and uh, when David and Shooty get split in half, and Donna just pokes her head around David, telling it's like you come in all colours. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was an absolutely brilliant life. Um, but yeah, interesting about the racism. I'm all, like, yeah, you've got to acknowledge where you've come from, right? The last time we saw this character, he was a racist. You don't just drop yeah. that, I suppose, do you? I don't know. But then at the same time, he is this, he's above us. He probably doesn't even know what racism is. He's so far, it's like the whole, uh, the doctor can't be sexist because he doesn't really understand genders. He's gender fluid. He's gender new. Like he's even mm. more removed from that. He is neither boy nor girl. And I think it's the same thing with the toy maker. Like racism is just, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting that he brought it up. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 That's true. Anything else on your notes, lad? I think you've mentioned pretty much everything else. Should we uh, yeah. rate it out of ten? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you, my friend. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say nine out of ten. Pretty solid. One Still away from perfect. Yeah, I think so. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go with eight. It was definitely fucking up there. Like I said, we spoke about it. Just a few little things that needed to be tweaked here and there would have made it absolutely perfect. But definitely an eight. Just on vibes alone, man. This whole episode was just a fucking vibe more than anything. This could have aired. This could have aired back in 2008 or 2009, whenever Tennant was doing his specials. And I would not even be able to tell the difference. Like, he was so on form. Mm. Absolutely fucking quality. Um. Yeah, so, I'd yeah. give credit to the. Um, I'd actually give credit to the pace of the episode as well because I was worried that it was going to be too rushed, uh, but I thought the pace was brilliant. It was fast paced, but at the same time, you got everything in in the time it needed to. Agreed. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, totally agreed. Yeah, mm. I didn't. You're right. I don't feel like it actually needed to be a three parter, which is what I thought it was going to be at the start. It it just sort of worked. Yeah, yeah I kind of liked it, and I I, I do mm. love the fact that he was just beaten by a game of catch. Like 
the more I'm thinking about that, the more I was like, it's a fucking game of catch. I'm watching Doctor Who and they're just playing catch. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, no, this fucking works. This guy is this insane, innate force that can't be stopped, but he just cares about the rule. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming round on it, you know, maybe even eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, think how think how quick the, the first game was with David Tennant. Like, it was just a it was just a game of is it higher or lower or higher? Yeah. Game? And it wasn't even like, like higher and lower. Like I expected them to keep on pulling cards and say higher or lower, higher or lower. Like they literally yeah. just cut it and then cut it again. I was like, oh, that's even quicker than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. He'd lost. Like <laughs> yeah, shit. No tricks. No yeah. nothing. Um. All right. Next time, trailer Christmas. What did you think? Yeah, I, I don't. This is the thing as well with Christmas specials. I take Christmas specials with a pinch of salt because I don't, I don't relate them to the actual series. They're and there's only fun, ever been one good one. Yeah, yeah. There's not many good ones to be fair. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing to see Shooty. Um, the goblins look like quite funny. There's another musical thing in this. Apparently, the um, I think the songs, songs being released on Monday. To be fair, I feel like that's going to be oh, is it? Banger. Okay, yeah, that's quite interesting. Um, so that'll be good. The only thing I didn't get, which I thought was a bit weird, did you see the bit where the Doctor's like in a kilt dancing, like presumably yeah, in a nightclub? Yeah. What is the Doctor doing in a nightclub? <laughs> I don't know, man. I sort of, I get it, because it's the whole, um, well, one, I think it's going to piss the internet off, because again, we've got the Doctor in a dress in a club dancing. Very, very odd. But I, I think in a kilt, mate. Yeah, fair enough. And he is Scottish, fair enough. But the Doctor's, so, yeah. the Doctor's not Scottish. The Doctor's not Scottish. No. But he is this brand new, refreshed doctor. He's going to have all of this energy. Go to an, mm. that, that makes thematical sense, I think, for me. He's got all this built up energy. He's letting it out in a club. Something wrong is going to go down. Uh, yeah, I think he, yeah, obviously, we're just speculating. I think it has the potential to work. I'm definitely more excited. I'm, I'm not even more excited. I'm very excited going into this Christmas special. Like you said, yeah, I'm going for Shooty's new series. Yeah, taking yeah. the Christmas one with a pinch of salt because there really has only been one good one. There's one Peter Capaldi one that's not too bad as well, but yeah, Christmas specials tend to be a little bit shit. Um, so yeah, mm. gas for the series. Do we know when it's airing? It's Christmas Day. No, the the new series. Sorry. Oh no no no, not the new series. Probably mid. I presume it would be some point. It's usually around Easter time. It starts, I think, isn't it? I don't know. It was back in the know. day anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I yeah, just actually genuine. remembered one of the Easter eggs that's going to be in the next series. I'm going to call it now. Uh, um, Triad. Triad is going to come up in the next series. Triad? What, like the Chinese Mafia? What? No, it's some kind of technology in modern day London. Okay, where was that mentioned? Mel, Mel, Mel mentions it in Unit. Oh, um, what, when, when Donna's, Donna's like, is it? I just yeah. presume that was showing that Donna is cut out for the job and that she's now going to be on her 100. Oh, that was a funny little bit as well. Annoying, but Kate's like, oh, we'll give you 60K annual salary. Donna's like 120 in five weeks holiday. She's like, done. Who just doubles their salary like that? Come on. That's insane, <laughs> it's isn't, it? isn't it? That's insane. <laughs> Sounds like Connor every time he gets a pay life. rise. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay. but it, it works it's all shit. maybe that's how they afforded the new house you know yeah maybe maybe donna's got it as part of her benefits package 
I did like that callback as well. You won't find a faster typist in, in the world. Like, yeah, oh, it, yeah, it, that was it felt, I'm honestly, they fucking sticked the landing here. They really, really did. It could have gone either way after Wild Blue Yonder, but I think they, yeah. I think, yeah, good job all around. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it, to be fair. And, uh, yeah, it was close. Got to who's back, yeah. baby? Got to who's back. We're back. We've now got what? Two, three, yeah, fucking hell. Just under two and a, well, just over two and a, yeah, just over two weeks. Christmas special. Um, yeah, buzzing. God knows when we'll do our review for that. I'm not calling you on Christmas Day, mate. I don't love you that much. We'll probably do it <laughs> Boxing Day or day after, presumably. Yeah, yeah, any anytime's fine, whatever. Nice one. Fussy. It's uh, you'll probably be able to watch it. It's five fifty-five, I think, Christmas Day. No, oh, what a perfect what, end what, to my Christmas that will be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, Bradley, thank you for joining us on these specials. Um, mate, what a fucking journey it's been. Some highs and lows, that's for sure. It has. It's been a while. It's only been three weeks, but what a wild ride it's been so far. <laughs> you know, I've been ups and yeah. downs, but yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been good. Uh, yeah, no, mate, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you are still here, drop us a follow, drop us a like, leave us what you thought in the comments. And uh, catch on the flip side, guys. Anything to add, Brad? No, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you for the Christmas special. Adios, amigos.